You're listening to Brown on Brand, featuring Matthew Brown on Thumbstopper.fm. Coming in from Synapse 2020 again. Coming in hot. The uh, crowds are really picking up now. And I'm sitting here with Sean Halter, who's been a guest in the past. I've been a guest on his podcast. Um, really appreciate him as a another CEO in business and just a, you know somebody I've known for a number of years. And you've heard us rap before about branding and marketing. And you know, just wanted to really pipe in here, Sean, with you and talk about um, you know the Synapse Conference. Is this your first time you've done it? This is my first time at Synapse, and uh, I think it's interesting. You know, I didn't know really what to expect. I think I thought uh, it's probably a good place to go and just see what everybody else is kind of doing out there in this space to some extent. Yeah, you absolutely. guys have a great setup, by the way, Matt. Yeah, hey, thanks. You have one of the better setups in the in the whole place. Yeah, I appreciate that. Alicia's done a nice job she and obviously nice job. got a good marketing team. And, you do. You know, having you guys as an extension, uh, you sure. know, your companies, man, it's heating up in here. The voices are getting loud. That's just a sign that there's busyness going on. There's activity around the podcast, Matt. Everybody wants to see it. Everybody wants to be on it. Why are you doing that? It's all about Thumbstopper, my friend. T- why are you talking about? Well, talking about Thumbstopper. So, um, what are you finding? Like, what's happening right now with social media? How much? How much are you guys tying into social right now? From a spend, organic, or you know, is it? I feel like one of the most interesting things that you always do, Matt, is I feel like you always stay a year or two kind of ahead of the curve. So, I mean, obviously, social's been around for a long time. That's nothing new. But I think what you guys are doing in better understanding what are the problems that people are seeing in the space and how can you provide as turnkey a solution as possible, that to me is where all the conversation needs to be wrapped around. Nobody loves sitting at their desk and posting another picture of food or fruit or whatever that is. But Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. You have this ability to just... Always be thinking of the technology aspect, especially in the software as a service space. And that's what we still don't see maybe enough of in social. It's certainly where I, I plan to spend more of my time yeah. uh, with my investments and my own individual time yeah, moving yeah. forward, which is how do you crack that code? To me, that's sure. one of the last codes in the space. Yeah, no doubt. And, and as you know, I only want to be in the software business. I know. Because I don't want to be selling new every month, you know. And I know. You've heard it. You've heard it. I have. But the, and I appreciate, you know, I appreciate you, you know, focusing on because a lot of times people were laughing at me about organic content being so important. And I saw the disconnect between manufacturers and retailers. And I, you know, I just read this morning, I'm getting ready to speak tomorrow about it. But over half of, you know, according to the latest polls, over half of people are, you know, uh, introduced to a brand because of social media. Sure. So 50% of new brand introductions, finding out about a brand or a product is happening on social media. And that can't be ignored. And that's the organic side of it from the most part. Well, I think some of that, again, just comes down to how we all want to consume content these days. You know, traditional media, it's hard to know the real news from the non-real news, no matter where you sit on the political spectrum. But yeah. We go to social because we want what we feel like is genuine content, but it's where people go to try to better understand a brand and, and yep. for at least some level of authenticity. Yep. And, uh, you know, the highest cost for a brand is labor. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. highest cost. So if you can reduce that threshold of pain and provide a consistent message for a brand, those are the two pain points. We don't have a consistent message uh, and we, we don't have to incur, you know, labor costs of constantly building and posting and putting the next two 
new 25 or 26 year old who's going to work for us for a year and then bounce to their you know their next job so i got to share something with you though oh great here live on the air let's hear it i have to admit that you were right <laughs> yeah. in which way matt you know um being in this in the last few years dealing yeah. with the organic side of it um i have a number of brands who are struggling because they're running out of content and you know i've kicked the shins of agencies and sure you know and and you've been telling me the whole time man you got to have all facets of it the creative that goes into it the content and we don't get into that right i don't have those resources we're a software company and as you know you know taking you know the agency side of the creativity without the right creative and let me give you an example we're going after a furniture manufacturer you know two of two actually furniture manufacturers they came to me and they said we've got a big problem from our dem- for our demographic between 18 and 26 sure we can't right? reach them <clears throat> we can't reach them we don't we don't know if they don't you know care about you know well-built furniture we don't know if they're buying things like the you know you hear millennials aren't buying things i think that's a bunch of malarkey i think that you know eventually they get older and they grow up and then they have children and they realize boy there's a big difference between a an ikea chair and a quality piece of furniture right and not that ikea has bad stuff but you get the idea and so you know recently they've come to us and they said we've got a problem with this demographic and i said well, you know, here's some of the data that we can tell you about the organic shares and who's engaging at what age groups, you know, and things like outdoor power equipment and retail verticals. And so looking at the retail verticals, I would assume that if you start to have the right presence, but it boils back to my point, they don't have the right content. So getting the right agency involved at changing that, like I can share all about the old fashioned couches, the way that they've been, you know, uh, pushing content to 55 and up crowds, but that's not resonating with the younger people. Yep. So I want to say live on the air, I am completely was completely misguided about how important um, the agency of records are, the right agencies for those manufacturers in front of you, because I know we've wrestled with that. We have wrestled with that, but that's all right, Matt. Look, you and I will continue to be tied together some way, somehow, and uh, I think like anything else, sometimes... The opportunity to be able to openly discuss that with somebody that you sure. respect allows yeah. you to see both sides of it. You Absolutely. Know? Um, yeah. You know, it, specifically in that furniture space, I think sometimes it's just a lack of understanding when you're not around a lot of 25 or 26 year olds because you're in your 40s or your 50s or yeah. you're the CEO of a major group and you've got layers of people separating you. Yep. Then it's no wonder you don't know how to reach those people because your agency's probably in the same space and, and they don't want to dig. Yeah. They don't want to have to go all the way down to that level. They want to yeah. be able to build a pretty a print ad for you and run that in the latest Vogue magazine and, and be done with it. Absolutely. It's work. Yeah, it is. It is work it, and it's passion and it takes the right agency, the right team really digging in and caring about a brand to figure out what they're doing. And so as we go down the path and, and that's the one thing that you're know, right, that I wanted to make the point about was, is that we get into doing more business with more of these manufacturers and we're, you know, outdoor power equipment, very different vertical than, you know, retail pool supplies, for example, or furniture or firearms or, and so we're finding these data points and, and it's just the, the biggest struggle that I've had is getting the brands to invest in enough content now. Now we're getting the engagement, we're seeing the ROI, they're actually, it's equating to customers walking into the retails and, 
and buying physical goods. Ultimately, that's what they want with digital marketing, right? They want to sell more product. So social's making a big impact, but these brands really got to get off their horse. They got to spend some more money at the agency level, and they've got to get good content. And I know you, I know you guys focus on that. I've seen some of the stuff that you've put out. I know you've got some new clients. I get your email. We can't talk about those names on the air today, but I see where you'll take a brand and and you'll get them to maybe focus on a different look, a different appeal. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the age demographics or what, but I, you know, I just I wanted to admit that I well, didn't thanks. see how much work goes into providing the content. Well, and so the, I guess the only thing I'd add to that, Matt, is you're not alone, right? So what you're talking about right now is the fact that you finally have these manufacturers that realize they have a problem, but they don't know how to solve it. Yeah. And sometimes it's because they're so used to building out a, you know, a creative um, uh, budget and doing three commercials, doing three print ads, doing four of this, and that's kind of all the way they've yeah. always worked in the past. Sure. And if you're their creative agency of record, you don't want to have to go and do a bunch of additional photo shoots. You don't want to do the heavy grunt work. You'd rather just do three or four, 10, 15, 25, $100,000 TV spots yeah. and be done with it. Yeah, and that's absolutely. just not what this space is anymore. So it's, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take, I think, some, uh, some continued push. I think it's going to con- have to take some people who are willing to take a bit of a risk. Yeah. You know, the average tenure for a CMO <laughs> is 24 months. So yeah. by the time yeah. you jump in, you're already halfway out you know, out the door and getting a divorce from the company that just brought you in right. and telling them to slow down and put more money into these kind of resources is probably pretty scary yeah, because you're probably going to get some pushback as especially I got, when their got budgets from you. Are, yeah, especially when their budgets are set and trying to figure out, but I got to do, we, we've got to do a better job at, you know, getting in and getting tied into the agencies of records and helping make them understand ahead of time that getting more content for the right demographics that they're trying to approach. Because it's like I said to the furniture manufacturer, I said, okay, well, can you show me the content you're thinking about pushing organically to engage young people? And, you know, and then you look at it and they're like, well, it's the same content. And I'm like, you it's know, not. Yeah. there's the problem. If only you knew somebody who was in the agency space, Matt, that I, you know could help you out here and I, there along the way when you're sitting you in front of those guys. You guys help us out a lot of times. That was my whole point yeah. with going in. We're going to have to reach into these, and we're going to have to convince them together sure. because I don't know that I can talk to talk on the creativity side of it. You know, my job is, is I'm a nerd at heart, and mine's the software, you know, you know, side only. Yeah, and I think again, as you guys continue to evolve, as you continue to expand this Thumbstopper brand, and allow manufacturers to land on the site regardless of what vertical they're in and make that selection. It's a, you know, it's a low cost point of entry, but it's a high return on that yeah. piece in evolving your marketing and media. And from my perspective, it's not much of a risk. Yeah. You know? Well, cool, man. Anything else you want to touch on on Synapse? That's what, it. What Listen, are you planning on doing? Are you going to be here the next couple of days or what? We're, we're going to hang out for a bit. We're going to probably see some speakers, continue to look around and see what, you know, what's the new technology that's out there what are new things that people are trying to work on that's out there look our business is no different than everybody else's there's some legacy you know aspects to it and if all you're doing is just keeping your head down and just doing the same thing over and over again you're eventually going to put yourself out of business and so you know i, I think what i personally have tried to do over the last the couple of years of is insanity. it is i've yeah. tried to invest in smart things and where i couldn't find something to invest in i've tried to build those pieces out of you know on my own and i think the goal for me over the next year year and a half is to help you know, now pull in some people that can help me pour some gas on those fires and really build those things up. Absolutely. So well, I hope we're one of them. Thanks, Matt. So Appreciate thanks, it. Sean, for stopping by. Appreciate you, brother. Enjoy it. Thanks, buddy. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. And remember, subscribe to Brown on Brand 
at thumbstopper.fm or wherever fine podcasts can be found.